Welcome to Insert Disc. <laughs> Freaking router. Uh, a, pod- <laughs> a podcaster and three jabronis known each other for all their lives, talk about stuff that only they care about. What's going on, fellas? Not what much. Up, what up? Not much. I'm here with Stretch. Yo. Say what's up, Stretch? What's up, what's up? And Mecca Mike, I almost forgot your alias. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> wait, wait, what's your, oh yeah, Evan, that's right, you're Evan, right? <laughs> I feel like that's a bad alias, because it's my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you need something just a little more creative, bro. Yeah, just. That's like, that's like an episode of Family Guy, where he was like, Peter, P- <laughs> and then a griffin. <laughs> flies it through the window. Yeah, Griffin. That's right, Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. That was on point. Yeah, that was very good, Brandon. Very good. Uh, I, pra- I practice at work. That's it. <laughs> Is that, get, is that what you get paid for? A little bit, basically. <laughs> Damn, so... I'll pay that. <clears throat> this... <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah, we can go on about these uh, Yo, family for real. guy references. For real, we definitely need a family guy episode. Yeah, we That is for do. sure. It's just nah, gonna be impressions we... <laughs> for two hours straight, <laughs> for four or five minutes straight. <laughs> oh man! Oh jeez! So, in episode one of please insert disc <clears throat> sound effect, please somebody, please insert disc. <laughs> Something like a toilet flushing. There you go. <laughs> that was a dental drill. <laughs> uh, so, in episode one of uh, please insert disc. We're going to be talking about something that I think is very dear to all of our hearts, and that is Rocksteady and WB Montreal's Batman Arkham series. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Something that I am surprised if we're going to say anything today that we haven't already told each other, because we've spoken about this series at length anytime we're together, because it holds a very special place in all of our hearts, I think. Yeah. yeah. It really does. I... um. <clears throat> I, I think that was one of the reasons why I wanted to. Well, it was good for us to talk about this now in this in this podcast because, like I said before, it, it's easy and it was just something that we all enjoyed, we all played, and we all had our inputs on. And every time the conversation comes up, it's it's like we can go on and on. Like I can go back in the text messages we all have, yeah, and literally yeah. make a whole script off just off of that. Seriously, so, yeah. And I feel like every time we've spoken about it, we've been interrupted. Not necessarily have we stopped talking about it. It's like, okay, uh, we have to go inside the Kingdom Hall now. (laughs) (laughs) It's already 8.30, guys. We're super late. Let's go. Um, I I think for me, Arkham was the first game I played that wasn't Pokemon. (laughs) Basically. Damn. Like, like Like, it was my first game that was... Like your first big boy AAA game. Yeah, basically. I think I remember that. I think I remember yeah. that. I remember you buying the game and it was like 
stuck in your storage for the longest time. And I'm like, bro, bro. I don't even have a PS3, dog. And bro. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yo, that disc sat in the in the case for about a good two months before I played Before it. you started playing it. I before That's I played crazy, bro, because mm-hmm. you are like the biggest Batman fan. Right, right. Yo, and the, the crazy thing is I wanted it. I wanted it since I heard about it. But, like, I started playing, and I was kind of in that odd phase where you want to play something, but you don't. So uh, it's 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 stayed in the box for about two months before I actually touched it. It's like you know it's gonna take over your life, so you want to wait for the right for the right and, moment. And took over my life, it did. <clears throat> oh yeah, and it still is taking over my life. Like <laughs> I I still go back. Like I still have my Xbox. Well, actually, I gave it to my pops. But like every, anytime I go over, I'm like, yo, you want to fire up the Xbox and uh, we can play Asylum? <laughs> your dad plays Asylum. Your dad yeah, plays bro. Batman games. Did he beat him too? Oh yeah. What? Well, he didn't. He's trying to 100% city right now. Um, oh, he hasn't played night yet. Or I, I'm going to give him Origins because I just found it. But uh, yeah, bro, he's about that life. As oh, a matter of fact, this kind of is a good segue into my first question for y'all, which is how did you guys become fans of Batman? <clears throat> so, I mean, Stretch, why don't you lead off with your answer? Uh, well, I, I grew up <clears throat> in the era where the animated series was starting so that was actually probably one of my first introductions to the dark knight himself it was either that or movies the 89 batman um the batman returns i mean those are that's what i had to go by so ever since then that that's what i loved that's how i got to know it wasn't by adam west it wasn't by anything else it was just those three those three things yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because like Uh, I think like Batman '89 um, and the animated series. From what I heard, because obviously I wasn't alive, but like for a lot of people, uh, Batman was Adam West. You know, he was like this goofy dude in uh, a loincloth or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, in a, a leotard yep. who would like dance and put on boxing gloves and surf against the Joker and all this stuff. <laughs> but it really changed the perception because you know, as we know in the comics, really he has a long history of being this detective and all that stuff. All things that we get to enjoy in the Arkham series. So, what about you, Mike? What was your introduction to uh, become a Batman fan? So, <clears throat> believe it or not, I mean, it, it's just like how you were saying, uh, Evan. Uh, it, the way I always looked at Batman was kind of goofy, and I think it was really, really because of the Adam West series and. Just that whole uh, around that time when when he runs and stuff, I wasn't really a Batman fan like that. I just thought he was kind of corny, to be honest. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the animated series was out, and I, I liked it. But I just, I guess, I always had a really bad mental picture because of the Adam West series. And believe it or not, it, it I got into it because you got me into it. The at the time, I remember I was huge on Spider Man. I still was on Spider Man. And to this day, I still on, I'm still on Spider-Man. <laughs> but I think when when it came down to it, I think you kind of pushed me into it and really convinced me how dark that whole, the whole detective and Batman, the whole philosophy behind it really was. And I think that's what got me into it, really, was just finding out that it was a lot more than just Adam Wee <laughs> with his <laughs> with his uh, outside underwear and uh, and his Robin Boy Wonder like a satin cape <laughs> looking like a Hugh Hefner up and <laughs> for there. real. So I think it was really that you. I think it was really more just I was convinced into really liking Batman and to this day, man, he's he's the man. 
He is, and I think I think most people agree that he's definitely one of the the superheroes with the like most iconic lore, and <clears throat> he's got eighty years worth of stories, and in those eighty years, he's had different iterations. So that's what makes his his story so rich. For me, um, like you guys, <clears throat> to a, to an extent, the animated series had a big impact on my love for Batman, and part of it really was my dad. Going back to him. Um, my mom thought that cartoon was a little too much for me when I was like three, four years old. But uh, I remember him being like, no, it's okay. I'll watch it with him. But I think it was really his excuse to have a, like have an excuse to watch it. Like, yeah, I'm going to watch it with my four-year-old son. <clears throat> but really, he, want, he wanted to watch it because, I mean, even to this day, when you watch those episodes of the animated series, like they hold up even as an adult, man. Like the, yeah. the, the stories are super mature, like without being graphic or gory and they're just smart yeah. stories yeah and that's what i've always loved about batman because a lot of other superheroes are cool and whatnot but <clears throat> batman's really been blessed with a lot of cool stories a lot of cool adaptations and i think he was the what, what made him so cool too was that he i think at the time you were, we were so used to seeing all these uh out of the top uh well i was i was used to seeing all these out of the top uh cartoons and animes that i guess seeing somebody like like that like he was human he was just a normal a guy, and, exactly, and and it yeah. felt. I, I guess it felt more real because this guy, this average guy. He, I mean, he's rich. He, okay, granted, he's rich, but he's just a regular human being. He gets shot, he bleeds, you know, and and he can actually get hurt. So I, if it almost felt like every episode um, around that time, it was it really was almost like a life and death thing for him every time he went out. Right, and you I live and die with him. And exactly, and I think we we felt that <clears> more <throat> like all of us together uh, when we would watch the show. We we felt that. Because we were like, man, like, this could really go bad for him. Like, if if, if he doesn't make it, he's going to die. And I think that's what right. really made us enjoy the show more than anything. Definitely. There were high stakes, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like, I can never feel that with Superman, you know? I mean, uh, it goes back to what you said. The stories were smart. The stories were well thought out. It wasn't. It's not like today where if you're not killing somebody, if someone's not being maimed, like, on screen, <laughs> the, movie, the story sucks. You know, like right. that, and that's what I feel like a lot of things do nowadays. Like they're not as smart as they used to be. They're not clever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're no. not, they're not trying to be different from everyone else. It's like everyone's following the same mold. And I don't know. Right. I don't know why people fell into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's what makes money. You know, people show up to see these big blockbusters or whatever that you know stuff blows up. The Michael Bay approach. You know, watching Transformers, people say those movies suck but at the end of the day they make mad money because people want to see that you know but it takes a it takes a a smarter fan i think to be able to appreciate that those detective stories those uh whodunits and stuff that we all appreciate about batman so let's talk a little bit yeah my bad no no, i I was just gonna say that i find it pretty cool how like the one common story that we all have about how we all became fans was pretty much the the animated series that's how you know it was it was a good show because <laughs> yeah. I mean how, what, what are a bunch of little We're still kids talking about watching? It years yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and then I think y'all just bought the the DVD, right? The the, the yeah, movie or whatever. yeah. So, Yo, I got man. my subscription to DC Universe just to watch that, just to just to watch, watch that. Universe, <laughs> exactly, it's, and it's it was so worth every penny. Right, it's so <laughs> I mean, crazy. I feel like having another subscription, so I just bought it. 
<laughs> That's just, that was probably the smarter option, Brandon. But um, well, at least I get to watch Swamp. <laughs> Damn, my That's bad. <laughs> well, at least it was a uh, the better option stretch. <laughs> my bad. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> this is starting off really well. <laughs> so actually, it's funny that the we talking about the animated series, and that's really what uh, made us gravitate towards Batman because the animated series has a huge influence on the Batman Arkham games, both in like the voice actors, but also the writers, Paul Dini. And um, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about the background of uh, um, Arkham Asylum, which is the first entry into the series. Now the year is like two thousand eight, more or less, <clears throat> and it was a really good time to be a, to be a Batman fan. Yeah, it was. Um, that was the last year that the Batman series. Remember the Batman? <laughs> that, it was. Right, I love that, that was show. a yeah. That's me too, man. Good season. Good show. It was yeah. a good show. And if y'all remember, that last season uh, <clears throat> was the one where he creates the Justice League. Which, so that was pretty cool too to see Superman and Martian Manhunt and all that stuff. Even though they all had discombobulated chins. Yeah. Yo, they all look they... like <laughs> Some bolder eyebrows, yo. Bro, Bruce Wayne looked like a mongoloid in that show. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect, but yo. Well, that... nah, he did. And then the funny part is that they actually adjusted his chin. That's how jacked up. They knew it too. Yeah, bro. It was so the, bad. The, like season like, three. Yeah, like no, not even season got the, three. Like the, the, first... the wild facelift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. That dude look like they look like they pl- they, they they put a plancha under his chin. They, <laughs> they finally corrected it. Yeah. I could get over the face. I couldn't get over the fingers. The square. Oh, the oh yeah, dude has some <laughs> crazy looking. <laughs> Yo, my yes. man's had some. My man's had some uh, triangle uh, fingernails. <laughs> yeah, some was... box style fingers, yo. God. <laughs> not every, not everything, not every <laughs> art decision in that show was. Imagine him trying to wipe his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just trying to wipe his butt with those giant banana hands, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's like, nothing up. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. oh man! Not all the not all the art decisions in that show were uh, have aged well, but, but it was a good show. Though. It was a good show, and the year that that ended, we got Dark Knight, which is, I mean, I still to this day consider probably the best superhero movie of all time, and a lot of mm-hmm. people's favorite movie. And it's not like, and that's like a smart person's movie. You know, it's not like when you tell people, oh, I like Dark Knight, uh, you sound like a comic book nerd. Like, there's people who consider themselves like film connoisseurs that really like that movie and uh, esteem it highly. And that's why, you know, it's still respected to this day. But anyway, around the time that movie was coming out, um, Pandemic Studios was developing an adaptation of that game. <clears throat> which would kind of be like a, a sequel to do you guys remember the batman begins adaptation video game yeah i remember i had it for gamecube <laughs> the one where he would uh jump and spin at the same time yes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i really like that game because to that point, yeah it was pretty good to that point i mean it was probably pr- pretty much the best batman game we had aside from vengeance but anyway um Ooh, uh, pandemic studios vengeance was one of my favorites <laughs> for ps2 Rise of Sinsu was good too. Sinsu. Oh yeah. Yo, me and my dad used to thrash playing that game, bro. I would always play as Robin, uh Tim Drake, and he would be Batman and we would just go ham. Um, so Pandemic Studios goes out of business and they have to scrap the Dark Knight adaptation. But what they did is they 
Yo. Sorry about that. Um, what point did I, did you guys hear me? Uh, Pandemic Studios went out of business. All right, so they went out of business, and um, they uh, eventually Rocksteady got all their concept <laughs> ideas and all that stuff. Um, did you guys know that uh, initially um, the Batman Arkham Asylum game, was the fighting system was going to be like uh, Guitar Hero, timing-based? So you would have like a track or whatever that would be underneath, like on the bottom of the screen with like button cues. And you had to hit those buttons in order at the right time in order to pull off combos. So that definitely would have been a different game to, to say the least. It would have not, not have been as good of a game. So thank, thank God we got what we got. Uh, I mean, Guitar Hero is fun as it is. It is. Oh, it, could have been good maybe ish but it wouldn't have been arkham no not at all because one of the cool things about arkham is like the the way that you can really improvise as you fight you know and like i think you know doing that would have taken that away from from the video game so uh 2009 a year after dark knight comes out we get arkham asylum and I want to ask you guys, what was your, what was it like for you guys to first play Asylum, for the for the very first time opening up that that Xbox or PS3 case, and inserting the disc and playing it? Uh, oh, man. Um, <clears throat> well, at first it's like I told you guys, it stayed in the box for about two months, but um. I thought that every game that involved Batman had Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as voice actors. So that wasn't a really big deal. Um, But it was more so uh, the music, the graphics. I mean, I hadn't had something as, like, developed as, like, Final Fantasy, you know? Mm -hmm. So to see it in in another game, that was impressive. And uh, just the different options you had, like, grappling... The batarangs, the the different weapons. I mean, it's just it was totally different from from what I was used to. Absolutely. And what about you, Mike? Um, it, it'd probably be the same thing to be honest. Uh, I I think that was that was actually one of my first uh, next gen games that I played, and not only played but I I tried to finish, and um. And it was brand new, man. Like, you know how you're so used to playing PS2 and you could already see the difference from PS2 to PS3. It was a huge difference in a, oh in a, in a lot of the games. Characters with voices. <laughs> Characters with voices. <laughs> Movable fingers. <laughs> what? 3D. <laughs> so you guys know it, it was a huge difference. Um, so so, <clears throat> so when I played, when I, when I first popped in that game, it, it was actually Stretch's game. And uh, and he and he had let me play and and I I was just amazed by it and I remember we were we were at um we were at Eric's house and uh, <laughs> and and we and we huh an alias <laughs> uh, nobody knows who Eric is anyway yeah. we were at, we were, at <laughs> we were at Eric's house um and it was late it was super late we had slept over there and I remember we were just trying to. Uh, stay pulling online, you know, back in the old good old days, popped yeah. in, popped in the game, and it was the same feel. It was like as soon as you started the game, the first level, 
is you, in, in the first first scene, all you see is the Batmobile just just zooming through Gotham, and you're just like, "What the heck is this?" Like it was such a crazy looking game. Like the graphics were on point. The scenery, I mean, you guys seen how how Asylum is even an Asylum uh, different from uh, from its, the games that preceded it. I mean, that game, the, the graphics, you can't really compare it. Like, yeah, it probably wasn't as good as like maybe Arkham Knight, like the graphic wise, but like the feel of it was just different. Nah, the tone so, was just. That's really what stuck out to me. My bad. I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to you, no, yeah, you're good, and you're right. The, the tone is, is is what really separates. I feel like that game, and it really set the bar too because. It really showed you like what a Batman game really was, and 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 when I popped it on, man, it was, and I started playing, and you play that first level. Well, well, first of all, where you're just walking, and you're like, wait, why am I not running? How do you run? <laughs> you say, oh yeah, you, you, you know, you could only walk. Yeah, you got the whole X, and I'm like, what kind of stupid game? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it was such a it was such a smart thing, even like the little detail like that, because. Um, like you know, you're not gonna run all the time. Like, not every character in every video game has to run everywhere they go, and it made sense. And then that back, that back camera view too, where they show him like right over the shoulder of Batman, and that's how you, that's the, what you see. It just really puts you in in that mode, and I think I really enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed that game, and and it man brought back memories. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, I, I think to go along with what you guys are saying. Um, that first moment when you when you're driving through the city, and immediately you see the art style, which you know before we had only had like animated series inspired games or the Batman Begins game, so it was either like cartoonish or um, you know like that the the, the Nolan verse uh, vibe to it. But what really struck me was just seeing how like you know Batman's ears are super long, you know like his forearms are massive. His, like, Joker looks, like, super creepy for, like, the first time ever, you know, because he's mm-hmm. mad skinny, he smiles, like, from ear to ear. and He looks real. Yeah, he looks real, but it's also kind of, like, grotesque. Yeah. You know, like, it's exaggerated and uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of absurd. But that goes so well with the story, you know, like, yep. when, when you, and the tone and everything, you know. It was, like, a, it was like a grown-ups Batman game, and it was the first time we had ever played that. I don't really know, I mean, I, I know I was living on Franklin Drive still when I played that on my Xbox. But I just remember pretty much like it was like a week that I just, I didn't talk to anybody, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was mad anti-social, dude. I was just trying to finish that game because it was like so immersive. And not only that too, um, it, it, like how we were talking about the, the tone of the game. <clears throat> like remember playing the game and, and going through the, going through like your, all right, so you're walking through Ar- Arkham Asylum, right? And you're walking and the Joker's strapped up in that, uh, that the bed and gurney or whatever. Yeah, the gurney with the with the straight with the straight jacket and everything. And you're walking and you see all this movement around. Yes. You. And there's just so much so going immersive. on. Yeah, and literally there was just so much going on around you. And then you seeing you're passing by these people <clears throat> who you know you're gonna see later on. And I think what one of the things that got to me, and I and you can add stretch to it, this is what really got to me. And this is how I knew I was like, this game is, is on point. Was when you walking up, and I think you know what I'm gonna say. You walk up, you wait there. They're waiting for the, the. You're with the Joker. You're with the with the guards. They're waiting for the elevator to come up, and this big mofo comes out, and it's Killer Croc. Yeah, and you're like, what the heck, man? And he's over here talking smack. I'm gonna come for your neck. You better watch <laughs> out. And I'm like, there's no way this nigga's a boss, but and and, and man, it's oh boy, we're gonna get to him. 
Yo, don't Blade. forget the middle stick, yo. Don't forget the what? The middle stick. Oh, <laughs> yo, yo. That's yeah. later on, though, right? That's like when you're hallucinating that everything's dead, that you're dead or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. When you play a joke. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert for this whole podcast because we're going to be getting into the nitty gritty. Oh yeah. yeah but not, not for nothing. That's what also did it for me too. The, the... sorry, I was oh, doing my Mer- killer crack impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he was gagging, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Damn, what's it, man?" Sorry to interrupt you, Stretch. What were you saying? <laughs> he had a he had a cop drop. Yeah, I had a handball. My bad. <laughs> Um, nah, what, what made it so immersive for me too was the fact that in in past Batman games, like you were given an objective whenever you went into a room, mm. like take out take out this in some x amount of time or whatever. In in Arkham, you can do the same thing, but they left it to your discretion how you wanted to do it. You could go on the gargoyles, you can uh, choose vantage points. I mean, you could do whatever you wanted. So that was basically the first time where you were really given the chance to do anything you wanted the way you wanted. Exactly. Except go up to the bad guy or else you get shot in the face. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like and like your movements made sense. I mean, I know that there were a lot of war games that had the same thing. I mean, you guys talked about Metal Gear the other day when we were talking. But um <clears throat> like when you're for a Batman game that was that was new. Yeah, yeah. It was like people, you know, because before there were kind of tie-ins. They were it was tie-ins to the Batman Begins game, or mm-hmm. to the Batman Begins movie. It was a tie-in to the animated series. This is like people that love Batman that made a series Batman game, and that was awesome. As a Batman fan, as a fan of superhero like media, it was like, all right, yo, let's 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 see where this this goes. And uh, Mike, you mentioned the the shoulder camera. I remember that being super frustrating at first because I was used to video games where it was third person, but you were like above the character. Above kinda. the character, yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I actually now I appreciate it so much more because it really got you into the mindset of Batman. Yeah. After a while, like the model, the Batman model or whatever, like disappeared, and you were just looking. It was almost like you were playing first person. Yeah. It was super immersive. And not only that, but <clears throat> it, I, I think the purpose of it was was to. Um, I mean, I, I don't think you guys ever played. Uh, or maybe you guys did uh, Resident Evil. Um, if you guys, which one? Number four. <clears throat> well, exactly. So if you played, if you played the older ones, I mean, you you know how it, like the camera angle. They they make it so that it, it, everything moves a little slower. That the camera was super close and condensed. Yeah. And they really they really <clears throat> try to give you that claustrophobic feel, and and that was the whole point of it. Though the point I, I think, and and if you look at a lot of games nowadays too, they they kind of. Uh, yeah, they do, and and there's a lot of things too. Like going back to uh, what you guys were talking about about the the stealth. Believe it or not, that that stealth, the little crouch movement, and it, it was it was so smooth and so good, and it's such a little detail that um, I think people take for granted or overlook because there's other games that tried to do the same thing, mm-hmm. and 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 it wasn't as smooth. Like I remember playing uh, <clears throat> Assassin's Creed. And they said they struggled so much with, I guess, with the coding and whatever goes behind uh, making the video game. But they struggled so much with trying to make a simple crouch movement in animation to the character that when you played it, it was so <clears throat> clunky. And, you you know, people who played the Arkham games, you fit you, you want you wanted to feel that way, but it just didn't. And a lot of a lot of uh, 
other like game studios or game creators they try to imitate that some fail some you know do it well but it's nothing compared to what that even metal gear metal gear has its own way of doing its own little stealth movements but the arkham game i for me i think was the smoothest as far as like just simple things like being able to tap the x button and you're you're all of a sudden crouched behind the uh behind a truck or a wall or something while the enemies there and then that little camera movement oh man it was i thought it was perfect yeah and, gameplay and was it was on point butter. Man. it was man yeah. it was and, and that cape though oh man <laughs> <laughs> that cape took mad work yo i guess work. i hear that it took a long time just animating i hear something crazy like the amount of polygons in batman's cape in city is the amount of polygons in like the an entire level in asylum? Damn. Yeah, and that that kind of brings us to uh, to the, our next question. And um, you know, one of the cool things, one of the things that I like about asylum is that it's claustrophobic, like Anger said. And you know, a lot of these levels. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me start that over again. Uh, that brings us to our next question. Um, one of the things that I liked about Asylum is that, like Mike said, it's claustrophobic. You know, it's kind of an open world game in that there's a, a map that you can roam around freely in. But once you get really into the missions, you have to go inside of these buildings. And these buildings are like mazes. And so it, it's it, you feel enclosed. Arkham City changed all that. Now, do you guys remember the trailer for Arkham City? Heck yeah, dude! How excited was, were you for that, John? Oh my goodness! And that and and that's <clears> what I'm saying. I, I I played the I played Arkham Asylum. I think I might have played it like twice, and mm-hmm. it was around. We played it late because well, Stretch had it locked up in the dungeon of the basement and in with a bunch of homeless people. They didn't want to whip it out until later <laughs> on. So I I, pl- I played it kind of late in the in the in, in the whole series, and then around that time is when City was already um, being in development. So when that came out, it was like, oh man, like it's it's a wrap, you know, like it was a continuation of what I just beat. Yeah, everything about that trailer was like gave me an erection. I'm gonna put it, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you straight. And as how an real did it look too, right? I, I legit thought certain scenes were like motion capture or something. It was crazy. Yeah. Because you it like I think there's like somebody that has a, a looking through a scope and they see Batman and then he disappears mm-hmm. and he takes out all those tiger militia members. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It um, was. I was so hyped for it. That was the first game that I was ever like, I need to buy this opening night or release night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause by that point I had played asylum maybe once or twice. I had a hundred percent of it, got all the Riddler trophies, this, this and that. But you know, I, remember reading that they were in development but then that trailer dropped and it was it was over it was over i actually do remember the trailer now that you say it <clears throat> no i remember when you guys said the whole, the whole scope thing oh i remember i remembered yeah it bring, brings you back man it was it, it got us super hyped and then the game came out and you know it when Asylum came out, it instantly became like my favorite game of all time. Yeah, fact. <laughs> you want to know something though? That trailer was not what made me pre-order the game. It did not make you pre-order the game, or it did. No, that wasn't what made me pre-order the game. What was it then? 
uh, when they showed when uh, uh, I went on to BestBuy.com to check it out to see when I could pre-order it, mm. and um, I saw the release for Robin. Oh, like his, yeah, 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 with the hood and oh, stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like a Best Buy exclusive. I, same thing within an hour to pre-order that game. Dang. Yeah, I mean, I was I was on board from the get-go, but that was just sweetening sweetening the pot, you know, seeing that they were going to kind of, like, include more of the Bat family. You would hear from Alfred more. You would be able to play as Robin. It was just, like, they took everything that we liked about, about Asylum, and they made it better. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it, actually, it actually had took me a little while to get used to, to City, though. What was that? Why is that? Um... Well, I think I think me and Mike talked about it before, but it was it always went back to tone and story. Oh, okay. Tone, tone is definitely the city, different. The tone of city was totally different. I mean, you can still tell that uh, Paul Dini was behind it all, but it was still different. You know, and yeah, kind of threw me off. You know what? The way I see it is that Arkham Asylum is a horror game. You know, it's a bat. It's a light horror light game yeah but batman is the antagonist city was Mm -hmm. like they're like okay um we have this property we're gonna expand it and we're gonna make it into a blockbuster and when you look at it that way i think it makes it makes that transition a little bit easier you know when you realize that they're not trying to be another horror game they're trying to just yeah yeah and I think, and I think ultimately that's what you want to do. You want in the game, um, you want you want to be able to improve on on it. And I mean, of course, you want to keep the elements that worked with the with the previous game, but you definitely want to be able to make it different. Because how many times, you know, with movies, for example, you watch a movie and you watch the second movie, and the sequel's not as good because maybe they try to do the same thing that the first movie did, or just I don't know, it just doesn't work out. Um, right. I feel like with with, Ar- with Arkham City. It was, I think, one of the big things um, that we can all agree on was the the combat system was insane. Yeah, definitely upgraded. Yeah, it 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 was like Batman was so much faster, and we you you never noticed it until you go back to back to Asylum, and you're playing with Batman, and and I'm like, damn, like this dude gained like 400 pounds. (laughs) Yo, he let himself go, bro. You know, and 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 I think one of the (laughs) we did go back to it. Like, yeah, this game sucks. <laughs> yeah, right, and, and it's but, definitely but a, believe it or, tough to go back. It is, and believe it or not, it's 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 mainly because of that. Because think about it, the gameplay for a city had um, not only a faster combat, but you had more play with the gadgets. Like you could do so much more. And then transition, with, like while you're fighting somebody, it was so seamless. It was so smooth. And it it just it made you feel uh, like you can do a lot more. Yes, there was some craziness because I remember uh, I remember playing in the challenge mode, and this dude would fly from one one side of the room all the way to the other side. I'm like, man, you 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 don't got that much hops, yo. You only yeah, two steps. Dog. Nah, nah. Like, the thing where that he does like a he does like a, a cartwheel, but he goes like half a kilometer. Across the freaking like <laughs> the like the street and stuff to to punch mm-hmm. the other dude yeah it was, yeah there's definitely or, some or, moments uh, really okay kind of took me out of the game 
or the thing that got me all the time was the was the, the st- when you stun them when you use your cape to stun them you had to hit it like three times or four times a circle button and then they get stunned i'm yeah. like what are you throwing at them what's under the cape <laughs> like are you are you like flicking their eye with the little part of the, the dangly part of the cape <laughs> like what is it that's stunning them i guess oh, it's like man. when you hit somebody with a glove just like a giant glove <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Them Brooklyn accents, though. Oh, yeah, he's a Batman. Yeah, it was like definitely exaggerated New York. But and it was I like definitely, three voices, yo, like three voice actors. Yeah, yeah, the same all the thugs. <laughs> all the thugs. They were like all like Italian cousins that happened to move in arc. <laughs> Nah, the funny part is, though, is, like, when the black guys would talk and stuff, but it was definitely still, like, you know, Vinny from Staten Island, like, voice. <laughs> it's kind of... Yeah. But I, I think, like I said, the, the, the gameplay of it was, was what separated it. I, I, I do think the the tone definitely changed. Like, like, it was, I guess because it was so open world now, you didn't feel that claustrophobic <laughs> feeling. And I think that's what really made Arkham Asylum... Arkham Asylum like it was it was the fact that you were enclosed you were you didn't know your way around the place yet. it felt massive but at the same time it felt like there was walls all around you and that at any moment you know because again since the beginning of the game the tone was you already knew what it was it was all this active movement people running around like crazy and you didn't know who was gonna pop up I think it gave it more of like how you were saying other than like the that horror uh uh, sensation of the game, but Definitely. since city was so open world, you didn't feel that anymore. It kind of took away from. All right, I don't think anything's gonna pop up. Uh, but that the combat system was definitely an upgrade for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Tone was different. On a side note, Arkham City got me to drink Nas energy drink. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you trying to finish it in one night or something? You trying to pull a Batman? <laughs> the good old days you would go on the internet to look up like the thing you were obsessed with for hours and hours in a day well I still uh, do that. I still do that <laughs> <laughs> what, what I looked up for Arkham City was like the Batman Beyond skin oh. and they exclusive to the Nas energy drink you just have to get like one point so again literally I went like within that hour and I got an energy drink oh yeah I, I redeemed the point for that's that. right. I think you can sue them once you eventually have a heart attack because of all the Nas energy drinks. <laughs> you can probably sue like Rocksteady. <laughs> like you guys, <laughs> you guys slowly killed me because of all the energy drinks. <laughs> and then as a token, they'll give you like a Batman Beyond uh, shirt. <laughs> like yeah. here you go, man. Here you go, buddy. Feel better. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. funny though. I didn't know that because I, I, I actually never. Played with any <laughs> you got to the... do a DLC. Oh. <laughs> no, I I never I never played like with any of the skins until like l- the last year when I replayed Arkham City on my Xbox. Yeah. I, I signed up for Xbox Live and like nobody was on because you know it's for the 360. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yo, I want these damn skins, bro. I, everybody talks about the skins. Then I finally got to play so with you got- Batman Beyond one like eight years after the game came out. So did you get to did you get to uh, do the stun thing with the cape or with his little wings? <laughs> did you do? No, it? no, actually. But now I want to go to my dad's house and try that. <laughs> it's mad funny, bro. It's like his little wings stick out, and he's like, "Please, please, please." <laughs> <laughs> did you have the remaster for PS4? 
No, I'm gonna, I'm like, say, like that's the next video game I'm gonna buy. They definitely have all the DLC, I think. Yeah, that's what I heard. And like the yeah, and like all the Catwoman missions and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm gonna definitely play that. But let's let's move on to the next game because we could definitely talk forever about <clears throat> City and all the mm-hmm. things that we loved about it. But let's move on to the next yeah. game that came out two years after, which is Arkham Origins, which is kind of divisive, but I think is super underrated. So what do you guys think the Arkham Origins game added to the series that you can take away and that you enjoyed? Um, Let's start with you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And it's crazy because when I saw the questions, you know, or when we were talking about doing this podcast and and we we decided on the whole Arkham thing. I was really really thinking about this at work today. I was meditating <clears> on it. And I was just like, man, I really came down to the conclusion that Origins is by far my favorite out of all the series. By far, uh, it's crazy. Really, by far, That's yeah, wild, it's crazy. Bro. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy because, like, I, I you know I would always say Asylum, right? Because Asylum is what started it all. Asylum had, uh, <clears throat> you know, it just had all the little things that you loved in the in the in a batman game and it was the first for everything the first thriller trophies and everything and the all that stuff it was good but when i go back and i think about origins i think the only i honestly think it was a master it was a masterpiece the only two things that it, it failed on uh for me as far as uh, the game was probably the the voices just because it didn't have kevin conroy and but at, at that being said time, though like troy baker's joker Yes, and that's what I was going to say. Even though it didn't have the original voice actors, I <clears throat> throughout, throughout the game, I, I learned or I grew to really love their voice actors because yeah. you got to think about it. You're not going to have Kevin Conroy for everything, everything. You know what I mean? As much as we love him, he's not going to be there all the time. Exactly. So he's not. we got to get used to the fact that, you know what? He's not going to be there, and neither is Mark Hamill. He's not going to always be there. So... The fact that these guys... Yo, Mark Hamill sounds like he's smoked, like, 20 packs a day. <laughs> 20 packs a day. He got a black but, lung, bro. <laughs> but, uh, nah, and, and other than that, I think the only other thing that kind of killed the game for me... It, well, not killed the game, but messed it up a little bit was the 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 static shock gauntlets. <laughs> I think yeah, those things were... Yeah, it was a little, little, over, little it OP. Was, it, it was OP. I, it, it, I think I used that only once. Right, and that's what I'm saying. The fact that you you had the option to use them, but if you did use them, it, it made the game super Cheap. easy. Even, yeah. even yeah, fighting everybody was like almost too easy. And and I think about it, and like for example, the Spider-Man game that we have now, Spider-Man for PS4, it, it has similar gadgets where, um, and even in your suit upgrades, where it has certain things that it almost makes Spider-Man OP. But the thing is that every any every enemy was. Uh, unique and was different. You had to you had to beat the enemies a certain way, which obviously they took uh, from the Arkham games later on. But uh, as far as Origins, it almost felt like every enemy was the same except for the shield guys, um, and then obviously the guys with the little uh, the ta- the tasers and stuff. But once you had those gauntlets going, it was like free for all for everybody. And I didn't I didn't really like that too much. <clears throat> the fact that you could you pretty much activate it like after like two seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was like. It was like a combo of four or five, I think, and then all of a sudden yeah. it was a wrap, bro. You were like mowing, yeah, and then you turned into people a down, bro. Shocker, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Though, but other than that, that game to me, man, was literally <clears throat> perfect because it was it was around it was like 
dark, super dark. You had the open range of Gotham. It was around the time where you and Jim Gordon were kind of like still like mentally trying to yeah. figure out, yeah, trying to figure out your relationship with and the boss levels, man. Oh my yes. goodness! Yes, yes, that, yes. I've I was so happy. You have no idea. That death so boss happy. battle is yes, probably the man. best boss battle in the entire yes. series. Yes, and it sucks because I know I know we're gonna get to it later on, but it sucks because I wished I wished that the boss battles were like that for every game before and after origins yeah. and it sucks that it wasn't like that because it, it i think more than anything that's what did it for me origins already had everything games had the only difference was that the boss battles yeah you had to go through your little mazes of whatever leading up to the guys but when you got there it was a one-on-one brawl like if you were playing in the comics and reading out a story like yeah it was awesome yeah. Yeah. It really was. It was um it was innovative, you know. And another thing that was really a game changer for me in Origins was the way that they used detective mode. Because especially in oh, yeah. Asylum, you can pretty much have detective mode on the entire time. And it was almost like a cheat code, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of fixed it a little bit in in Asylum and I'm I'm sorry, and in City. But it was almost like it was like not as important, but then Origins Origins comes around and using detective mode, you can actually be a detective. Like there were those crime scenes that you would piece together information, mm-hmm. and it was literally like you were putting together a timeline of what oh, happened. Yeah. You were able to like fast forward and you know follow the, the 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 bullet trail and all this stuff. It was it was really amazing. And in the next mm-hmm. game that came out, Arkham Knight, um, you use that as well. But it was it was amazing the yeah. way that you were able to use detective mode to actually be a detective. It made that's the a part of the Batman's lore that I've always enjoyed. You know him being able to crack a case, and mm-hmm. it was um it was put to to good use in Arkham Origins. Now, after Origins came out, you know we got the announcement that Arkham Knight was coming out. Now, did for you guys? Did Arkham Knight live up to the immense hype? What do you think, Stretch? Yo. Um, Arkham Knight. Did it live up to the hype? For me, no. Okay. Why not? Because um, the game was good. It was a lot of fun. Different little things. I liked the whole Batmobile. And- <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> It was one of those things where I don't know if you guys remember like the term is it an Arkham game? Like they banked on that so much that they just kind of recreated Asylum. Like combat. They just kind of kept that whole thing and they just made the city bigger. Hmm, interesting take. What about you, uh, Mike? Mm. Sorry, bro. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with with Stretch. It, I don't think it lived up to the hype. Um, well, it was a good game. It was a great game. It was an amazing game. It, it just, um, there was just a lot of flaws on it. Especially you played the first time around, and 
you're so wild by it and it's and it's such an upgrade from everything you had played before but when when you replay it uh you really start to 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 look at the flaws and and find the little things that you probably would would have rather had have had not put in the game at all like it would have just been better without it um for me was was the batmobile <laughs> missions i mean i don't i didn't mind a batmobile and i mean if you're going to throw it in the game you might as well use it somehow right but I just felt like I would I would have rather had a choice to use the Batmobile instead of it being forced yeah. down my throat, um, and it just uh, little things like that, and and also going back to the the boss missions too. There, there were was no a boss lot of letdown in the entire game uh, with a lot of the. Not, not only that, but when there was a somewhat boss mission, like for example, well, spoiler alert to all those who haven't played it, but. When you when you face the Arkham Knight at the end of the game, uh, you you know yeah. you don't really face him head on. It's it's more of a it's more of a little mini exactly. mini mission again, like a little mini game. And you finally get to him, he grabs him, and he disappears. So it's like you you kind of feel like <clears throat> like all right, something was missing. Like it was you weren't really satisfied by the time the game was done. Maybe the story satisfied you, but as far as gameplay and it being something to sit down and you want to go at it, it, it was lacking everything that yeah. Arkham have built up before. Well, I appreciate you guys sharing your takes, but I'm going to go, I'm going to zig while you guys are zagging. Because <laughs> to say that it lived up completely to the hype, I, I don't, I think it's impossible because much like Dark Knight Rises had to follow um, Dark Knight, obviously, and that's an impossible task. Um, this game had to follow City, you know, really think about it because even though origins had come out people were still more, more people were going to compare it to to city and city was called even mm-hmm. when it came out one of the best games of all time that being said i think that while it doesn't have the tone of asylum and the story isn't as clever as city i think the gameplay itself like being batman in arkham knight I think it's the best gameplay hands down. Not just because it's, everything is upgraded. Like, the, you know, obviously the, the, the fighting engine is improved over Asylum and, and City naturally. But just the way that you can use gadgets in combat, the way that you can improvise, really. Like, you can... I, I've played the game. I've finished the story now three times. And I guarantee you that every single time that I've had to drop into a room full of thugs... And, you know, take everybody out. I've done it totally different each time, you know. And, yeah, you have that to a degree in the other games. But the amount of, like, creativity that that Arkham Knight brings out of you, I mean, uh, to me, it's second to none. And I I know that it has its flaws. Like like you said, um, Mike, playing the game the second and third time, you really – I really dreaded having to use a Batmobile. Not necessarily because I didn't like it. Because it's easy to use, you know, and it's maybe it's a little bit repetitive, but it just sucked that you didn't have the option to, you know, go as Batman. That being said, um, mm-hmm. the story um, is crazy because you're literally one man taking on an entire army. And that army is immense. And, you know, the army has drone, mm-hmm. like tank drones and there's like hundreds of thousands of thugs that you got to take out. And at the end of the game, you, you've done that. You know, you've taken down a whole army. And that's what Batman's all about. You know, like one man facing unsurmountable odds. So I think in that sense, 
Arkham Knight had mm. me feeling more like Batman by the end of it than any other game had. Because just the odds that you face are greater in that game than any other one. So I like I like yeah, that game true. for that reason. You know, and even though it had big shoes to fill, I think it definitely did as best as it could to live up to the hype that it that we all had for it. And it's funny, I, I didn't play it until this past year. Yeah. Yeah. Because I never had a PS4 <laughs> until you guys graciously gifted me one. But even though I had, I guess because yeah. I had heard so many negative things about it, go, you know, going into it, because a lot of people were disappointed about the Jason Todd thing and the Batmobile. So maybe it surpassed my expectations mm. in that sense. But I definitely feel like the gameplay is the smoothest, man. Like even being able to dive off of a ledge, like that, you know, full on dive. Oh man, that was that that was amazing. Oh my god, that was, feature it's, it's, was perfect wow. in that game. It gives me goosebumps sometimes. Sometimes I'll put I'll pop the disc in, and I'll just go from rooftop to rooftop, and I'll just dive off. Yo. It's like, yeah, I go for it. You ever? Yeah, my bad. No, no, I was gonna say you ever, uh, you ever go back to like Arkham Asylum or Arkham City and try to like do the same thing and dive, and he just does a little like <laughs> awkward like falling, <laughs> like he's flapping his his cape. You're like, oh crap! It's not, yeah. it's, it's not a Arkham Knight. <laughs> he does it in City. But yeah, I mean, he doesn't really dive. You can like once you're already in the air, but not off of a ledge. And that that feature to me was just like it just made it just made the game that much more immersive. And I really I really love that game. I can lie to you. I mean, yeah. I am biased towards Batgirl and everything, but I loved her missions. Oh yeah, the DLC in in Night was on point. Cause yeah, you got to play as pretty much the entire Bat family. Yeah, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Well, all right, guys. So we've mm-hmm. spoken about the, the four main entries of the Arkham series. Now, my question to you guys is, what is your favorite all-time Arkham moment? Now, Mike, I'm going to start off with you. The, <laughs> the middle stick. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, man, there's there's too many, bro. There's way too many. Uh, off the top of my head, <clears throat> man, I, it, I mean, obviously, everybody remembers the, the middle stick, the infamous oh. middle stick and. Arkham Asylum, and 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 Stretch was there when I was playing. He, he saw my playthrough. I wish I played that game with you he guys. Was, I'm pretty sure he was waiting. That would have been so much fun. Oh man, it was so funny because because I was such a remember remember when oh, yeah, we watched Co- Cobra Fist together on, on my twin bed. I was I was it, it I was just yes, and I, I was <laughs> screeching and screaming like like and, and yeah, every, you were like every oh, action scene, I was oh. like oh. yeah <laughs> yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty much like that, just in Arkham, and, and Stretch witnessed the full thing. So when so when the middle stick part was coming up, it caught me super off guard, and you could and I remember it like it was yesterday. Like everything, you know, the game over thing comes up, and then it tells you you should have pressed the middle stick. The room is quiet. Stretch looks over at me. I look at him with a serious <laughs> face. I look down at the controller, and I'm like, "Where yeah, the hell? Where the hell is the middle stick?" <laughs> I remember that day like it was yesterday. Like, I knew exactly where he was playing, and I was just waiting for it. He hadn't played before. So. Damn, bro. Yeah. You must have been feeling so impatient waiting for him for that scene to arrive. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny because I'm like, this dude doesn't have a Dreamcast. Like, there's no middle stick on here. But I, I think uh, 
the the best besides that i mean that was a funny thing that but the i think the best best uh moment in any arkham game to me was and i remember because i was playing with my with my brother and um and he was there watching me play and it was it was in arkham knight it was the the part where the city it goes to hell basically and the scarecrow toxin gets all over and you gotta go you gotta you have to get in that mess and it's like you know, Batman at that point is already going crazy because he got the Joker in his head telling him one thing and he's his conscience and all that. So you're on top of this building and the Joker tells you, all right, it's time to do this. So you dive off into the, you're diving the cloud burst first into yeah. all that, into the toxin. Oh, man, it was the it, and then the, the, the music in the background, like the like the build up with the, with the score they had. It it made you feel like yeah. this adrenaline rush, like yo, I'm about to do this. Like I'm like I'm at the final stage of the game, and it's about to go down. And I felt like, to me, it felt like I was already sacrificing myself, like the biggest sacrifice. And it it just pumped me up. And I remember that so vividly because me and my brother were we were watching it on the TV, and as Batman's dropping <laughs> down, we're like. Oh! And, and we just get it. And Joker back, dives with you, I think. Expect. And he's like, oh, they're on that. the screen acting a fool. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, scene that was definitely. Right and that's what I say. That's why I love Knight so much because Batman knows he's he's breathing his last breath, so to speak. So he goes all out. What about you, Stretch? What was your favorite mm-hmm. Arkham moment of all time? Um, Aside from getting scared from. Uh... You uh, pull up on the buildings in Arkham Knight. Uh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> you see, man? Looky, looky. Looky, looky. Just put your man back. Coming out. Oh my god. Oh, man. Looky. Sorry, stretch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, um, I think I think I'm gonna have yeah. to. It's kind of a tie for me. It's between either the Scarecrow mission, the original one from from us Asylum, uh-huh. where you, where you actually fall for the, you know, like you 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 don't know that the toxins affected you. So, and I think you see Jim Gordon dead or something like that. Mm. Happens and you're like, damn, like yeah, what happened? Right. And then all of a sudden, like, you're just like, I know. What happened? Like, you just don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or um, uh, Miss the Mister Freeze fight in City. That is one of my favorites. My favorite boss fight. Oh yeah. That boss yeah. fight is mad scary. Like you, you literally. Oh my god. Yo, I'm playing that on Nightmare Difficulty? Dog, forget it. Yeah, and what's cool about that... Sorry. It's between those two. Yeah. What's cool about that boss fight is that... And I thought it was really innovative. And in retrospect, it's probably super simple. But you can't use the same gadget twice on him, you know? So it really forces you to get creative and think like Batman. I think you guys both um, Mm -hmm. mentioned my favorite moments. Because that first first time that you hallucinate, you trip off of that scarecrow peyote. <laughs> Man, that, that junk threw you from I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. 
But is that the one where it looks like your 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 console glitched? That's the one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's where it, lo- it looks like your TV broke, and you're like, this freaking Best Buy. <laughs> oh game. man, let me tell you, I played that game. Maybe like, I'm not even exaggerating. I played Arkham Asylum. I've played it through like four or five times. Every single time, dude. Every single time. <laughs> I fall for it, and I think my freaking Xbox like blew up finally after twelve years. <laughs> imagine a uh, imagine they have a, a a secret coding thing in there where like after a certain amount of play playthroughs you have, like one pl- like you probably get to like the I don't know like the twentieth playthrough, and when that that part comes up, it, it's a little like uh, thing they put in where. It's <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do the, uh, the calendar of <laughs> Yeah, with a uh, calendar man in city. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. creepy as hell. That was crazy. Um, so the the first year yeah. hallucination was definitely tops for me. Um, but something that's underrated, and mm-hmm. this is kind of a toss up between these two, um, the Solomon Grundy fight in city because it's totally unexpected. Because you oh, think you're just yeah. fighting penguin, but all of a sudden you Heck go down into yeah. the basement. And you see that giant zombie. Yep. And what's cool is that um, there were mad Big Easter boy. eggs all around, like especially the the little city or whatever. You know, like the 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 big tower, and you go inside, and it's like a bunch of robots. You would see posters for Solomon Grundy, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool if yeah. he was in the game. And black at that, bro. You see him, and he's mad scary. Mm-hmm. But but <clears throat> it's got to be the Killer Croc mission. In, uh, in Arkham Asylum, dude. Yo, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever been that scared playing a freaking Yo, game. Because the second that the thing started beeping, it was like, and you start to hear him like yell or whatever. And you, it was crazy because it was like you were always facing forward, but he could come from any angle, especially when you were in the middle of the map. It was super, yeah. super scary. <laughs> With Batman's uh, five mile per hour uh, <laughs> running cruise, man. <laughs> uh, what you call it? That dude would never go past. Yeah, for real. He was only like Tom Cruise. Running, he like, was like looking super intense, but never going super fast. Yeah, I actually played that part <laughs> with uh, Mike. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. That, <laughs> to this day, that's yeah, that creeps me out. Um, okay, so. We all have our favorite Arkham moments, yep. but who do you guys think was the best villain in the series? And that's aside from the Joker, because obviously the Joker is kind of the main focus throughout the entire series. And I think we can all agree that he was done perfectly, like in all the games, like the way he's characterized and all that stuff. But yeah, um, what was your guys' favorite villain aside from the Joker? Stretch, let's start off with you. <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to go with Deathstroke, man. Yeah, it was well done, bro. Just, just, because, mm-hmm. just because of the, the boss battle. It was hell yeah. It made your thumbs hurt. The bar, it made us want more fights like that in the in the coming arc games. As as short as mm-hmm. was, that's what we wanted. Yep, absolutely. Yep. When you think about Deathstroke, you think about somebody that can yep. really go toe to toe with Batman in like a fight. And that's exactly what we got, man. Yeah. Especially because the, the... Remember the trailer for... Speaking of trailers, when you mentioned the trailer oh, for yeah, Arkham yeah. City, remember the trailer for Arkham Origins? 
it 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 showed that it showed that real that realistic looking graphics on there, and it was just the fight between you and Deathstroke or Batman and Deathstroke. And what was crazy about it was uh, <clears throat> the fact that you got to actually live that in the game. And I think I think more than anything, we were all hoping for that because you know you see trailers and stuff, and you're just like, ah, well, I mean, it's just probably going to be a little side mission, mini mission type of thing. But at the end of it, we got exactly that and more than we did than from the actual trailer. So we were just that was that was pretty nuts, man. It was it was pretty cool to see that. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely delivered on the that games. Um, what about you, Mike? Who was your favorite Heck villain yeah. in the uh, series? Well, yeah, I would I would say <clears> that stroke too. But I, I think another one was um, remember remember the 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 oh, the, the Ra- the mission. Yes. Too? Where, yeah, um, I th- I think those were cool too because it was kind of head on like it was with Deathstroke, not exactly, and obviously it wasn't like consistent because obviously you know he would, you know, bloop into a distance and then he turned into like this big thing. But I thought it, I, yeah, I thought it was super epic because you know you Ray Shagul was a big part of Batman yeah. too. I feel like that's one of his heavy hitter, uh, uh, uh what you call it, rogue hot gallery, take, hot take from villains, me. and he's my you favorite would ne- Batman villain. like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, he he's 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 awesome. Yo, he's an awesome villain, and I didn't think we were gonna get him in the game. Like, I didn't think he was gonna be one of those guys to really fight in the game. I'm like, there would they, like, how would you even do that? You know what I mean? Like, how would you fit that in the game? And they managed to do it and and do exactly uh, the way you would see like in the animated yeah. series or or even in the movie. Um, like, I think they did a really good job with that that villain and that level too that whole level also his character model was, was done really on good point, bro with that glow in the dark green tattoo yeah and if you get the <laughs> dlc you get liam neeson his big old snot <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 you guys are both on on point with those two choices so i'm gonna go i mean those are probably my favorite too um also you know killer croc I feel like Hugo Strange, for being somebody that doesn't really get a lot of attention, he was definitely like an ominous presence in City. You know, every so often with his announcements, Protocol 10, oh, yeah. commence in six minutes and all this stuff. But, yo, Professor Pig in mm-hmm. Arkham Knight was mad creepy, dude. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yo, especially yeah. the boss fight. Um, when I played the when I played the New Game Plus or whatever on Nightmare Difficulty, it was pretty much you know it was it was a little obviously harder but the professor pig battle dude against those dollatrons that can take mad hits dude yo that was mm, maddening and also you know he was i feel like he was done right also shout out to bane in arkham origins oh Yeah. yeah bane was the first heavy hitter right that was like the one that you didn't know it was coming you see the skinny old man and he just bulks up, and you're like, and the last one where thing? he's uh, he like takes that. the Titan formula or that whatever really it's called, tone. or Venom, yeah, yeah, that was Ooh, that was scary, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, which crazy. characters do you guys think were best represented in the game? Like, meaning, which characters kind of hit the mark as far as the characterization and the way that you guys picture them being? Stretch, we'll start with you. Uh. uh hard one you're you're automatically gonna think batman and joker well i mean those are two great choices because i feel like they were both perfect in their characterization they were definitely perfect um 
I think also, I don't know. I, 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 I go to them too. I go to yeah. them just because they were the main ones of all games, even even Origins. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I like how in or- Origins he's like a little more arrogant. But at the same time, you can tell he's definitely so conscious mm-hmm. in his role because he's got mad armor, bro. Like, dude's got shin guards that would make a soccer player jealous. Like, that dude, he looks mad bulky, bro. <laughs> Yo, he... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had hockey pads on. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Brandon. That's that's definitely one of my choices as well. What about you, Mike? Oh, my bad. Um. So... I think, uh, believe it or not, and it's probably going to come a little left field, I, I think it was um, uh, Barbara Gordon. I like it. You know, Oracle. Because, uh, right, I, I feel like I feel like you never really hear about uh, Oracle like that. And Like, yeah, you read, you read it in the comics and you've read it before and you, you've seen how the, that happened and after she got shot and how she's in his ear and everything. And, and I guess later on in the Young, the Young Justice series, but that wasn't until after the Arkham games, like up until then, I felt like there wasn't really any, um, anybody who really portrayed Oracle, uh, like Barbara Gordon as Oracle. So the fact that she was in your earpiece and everything and, and going back to the Arkham Asylum, uh, claustrophobic feel, you felt at the same time yeah, at peace every time you heard her voice. Cause you were like, cool. You know, you felt, you, you felt like out of all the, the the what you call it the darkness that you're getting into and the deeper you go into the game and the scarier you feel while playing the game you, every time you heard her voice it was it was almost like angels coming down and you're like oh man I'm doing something right if she's talking to me you know so I felt like uh, she was portrayed really well and I mean she was in all the games too so I think besides maybe uh, Batman and and Joker I think she was. Uh, she, she, whoever did her character, did her, yeah, no doubt. Right. Um, did her right. A lot of times, those like characters that are always in your ear, like your contact or whatever, are kind of like forgettable, you know. But uh, they definitely did Oracle right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are all uh, on point. Um, but I'm gonna go a little left out of left field too with my choices. Um, number one for me is Dick Grayson, and you don't really get a lot of him in. You don't really get a lot of him in Asylum, oh, but you yeah. do get him. I'm not Asylum in City, but you do get him in Night. And I feel like his characterization was on point because yeah. he was kind of like that, you know, the, the the way what you come to expect from Nightwing, which is like the, the lights of Batman's dark. He's, you know, he's he's quipping the entire time he fights. He's like, you know, ribbing Batman for being old and all this stuff. He's arrogant, but at the same time, you can yeah. tell he's so good at his job. And any time I get the chance to switch over to him, when Batman and him were fighting, I would definitely take out. Oh yeah! So I love his characterization in, in Night. Mm-hmm. Um, my second choice is Scarecrow, because uh, in Asylum, he's pretty much like yeah in the animated series yeah no definitely but it's like it's gone to another level like I, I never really thought about scarecrow not even in batman begins you know because he's kind of a pawn but i never really thought of scarecrow as being that scary but yo those hallucination yeah oh man every interaction between batman mm-hmm. and scarecrow in asylum is on point because there's that 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 heck yeah but there's also it would creep back. you out yeah and that that uh that mo- that um moment where he stabs you in the chest with like his his uh his needles but batman just takes it and he's like you're not human that was awesome 
and obviously him being the like the main focus and yeah was dope too because his voice was creepy and you know he was obviously a, an intimidating villain and my last choice is yeah. mad hatter Mad has that dude was a, do y'all remember yeah, that remember episode that in the animated series one. where he causes Batman to believe that he was never Batman and that he has like his perfect life? That's like my favorite yeah. episode in the animated series. Yeah, but that was like pretty much the only time you ever really think about Mad Hatter. And so I've always, all my life, I'm like, yo, I want a good Mad Hatter yeah. story. And he shows up in the Long Halloween and all this stuff, but um, it hit the Mad Hatter level in City. And then in Origins, where it's pretty much, it takes the place of the Scarecrow missions, mm-hmm. it's perfect, man. Because they yeah. really portray him as being, like, yeah. a creep, you know? Like, some, some dude that you would not want to have around, like, your little cousin, you know? Like, he was, he was definitely got, had some pedophile <laughs> vibes. <laughs> and then... Yeah. yeah. But he wanted to play with grown men, though. He <laughs> your bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's all he wanted, And the voice bro. actor... <laughs> I just want the stroke. Yeah, the voice actor that they chose for him too was perfect. Yeah. He was like sounding mad, creepy. So, all right, we're gonna yeah. go the opposite direction now. Which characters mm-hmm. or moments were you disappointed by? And uh, Mike, we'll start with you. <clears throat> mm, that I was disappointed by. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's pretty obvious. I, I really didn't like um, uh, the whole. Arkham Knight and yeah. the reveal with Jason Todd and like I, I liked it I, on paper it looked good I just didn't like that the the creators or the studio behind it yeah. made you think that it was a new character you know and, and especially because everybody called it from the beginning of the game and everything and that's not that's not even really what ticked me off because I knew <clears throat> it was Jason Todd I was excited about it I was like if it's not him cool yeah. if it is him cool you know that's not even what 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 gets me what gets me is that you know like how we mentioned before the game had damn near no bosses no boss battles no real boss <clears throat> battles anyways and you finally get to this clim- climax and and uh you think okay you're finally going to fight down this dude especially cuz we all know how the the comic and even the movie under the red hood played out they got into yo the hand to hand choreography like and under the red hood his- was money bro. yeah right so you okay so you see how you thought of that you would think you would have something similar even something similar like that in the game even if it was like button interaction where where how we talked about the whole guitar hero thing like earlier it, even if it was something like that it would have been a great end to the game you know <clears throat> but i just felt like since it was just a <clears throat> mini game and you uh, you trying to creep up on him it, it just I just didn't like it at all, and it, and it, again, if if it gave me more of like, like like the Batmobile yeah. missions, how it was forced on you, you you didn't really have you didn't really have the choice of how did you want to beat him. Uh, it was more of you have to sneak up on him or you die, and I was really disappointed by that whole the, the way it played out, just because I would have rather wanted like a Deathstroke yeah. mission would have been great, just like you know to incorporate that into that so i think that whole jason todd thing really uh take yeah it's hard to argue with you there man and what about you stretch same thing the whole the whole arkham knight i would have even preferred if they would have done something like the mask of phantasm someone in bruce's past who you know was part of this 
I don't know. Well, like a former love interest? I, I mean, it would have been interesting. Just give me Jason Todd. Yeah. He already has his own alias. He doesn't need another one. Yeah. They definitely... They thought they were being Matt Slick. And what would have annoyed me, I think... Yeah, what would have annoyed me more, I think. They got caught in their lies. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, no, it's not. Down on it. <laughs> we're as clever as George Clooney under the mask, bro. Yeah. Nah, and... <laughs> <laughs> With that credit card, <laughs> kind of like Mike said, like I, I didn't mind it. Um, I don't mind the fact that it was Jason Todd, but it was just their insistence on it being a new character. Like, yo, just, I mean, own up to the fact that you guys wanted to use Jason Todd. There's not that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think uh, mm-hmm. it's funny. I say that I like Knight a lot. Um, but there's two things about Knight that bother me. And these are my two choices for most disappointing moment. And number one is Tim Drake. And now I love the animated series growing up, especially the new animated series. And as you guys know, Tim Drake was a Robin there. So he was kind of like my favorite Robin growing up because I saw Dick Grayson as Nightwing. And I love Tim Drake because he was the smartest out of all the Robins. Um, I feel like in mm-hmm. Night, though, he's kind of bland when... Yo, he looks like the he wild. He turned into cholo, a cholo. Bro. All you need is like the bandana. With his, <laughs> yo, like it's just not a good look. Yeah. But... The aerial style <laughs> hoodie and everything. Yo, look down. He was wearing like flip flops and stuff. Uh... But also his character, he was kind of he was either annoying yeah. or like bland, and I was just a little let down by that. My second, mm-hmm. or really the most frustrating part of the Arkham series is for me, is the death stroke or the lack of a death stroke boss fight in Night. Because the whole yeah. there not being any boss fights in there didn't really bother me at first until somebody mentioned it like on a YouTube video. I'm like, oh, that's right. Like there, like, I remember. You remember the uh, the the Two Face um, side mission or whatever when he's robbing banks. The last one where he shows oh, up yeah. and he's like hunting you down. I remember he was the first person that I took out, and I'm like, "Oh, is that it? Do I have to? Do I still have to take down the rest of the thugs?" But anyway, um, the Deathstroke, like you finally take down his tank, and he mm-hmm. comes out, and I'm like, "Yo, we're finally gonna get a rehash, a rematch of the Arkham Origins." Where, yo, and then Batman just takes him down. Such like, disappointment. It was, it was super duper. Yep. Uh, annoying. Um, we talked about the moments that we were disappointed by. So, uh, a similar question that I got for you guys right now is what's the most frustrating moment in the Arkham series? Now, that can mean like maybe something didn't meet your expectation, but we've kind of already talked about that. But really, what's something that made you pull your hair out as you were playing? And uh, we'll start off with Stretch. Easy, hands down, has to be the uh, the glitching in Origins. Oh, yeah. And Asylum? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you talking about Asylum? Yeah. Or- Origins. Origins. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, Origins had a handful of glitches. Dude, I forgot about that. I forgot no. about that. I remember the camera would just get... Not- that was the only thing that stopped that game from being, like, a freaking masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, I know it mm-hmm. is still great. The story is mm-hmm. probably the best in the series. But, yeah, those glitches were... Yeah, those glitches suck. Something else, I do remember dude. that. Like you- it would be, like, playing mm-hmm. without... There being some kind of like lag in the scene, mm. it was just bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. it was definitely it was horrible. How about you, Mike? Um. <clears throat> well, I mean, you, going back to Arkham Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, besides the besides the tanks, uh, or if right, you besides... can hone in on a specific moment using the tanks, that would be better. Um, so, so something that was frustrating uh, about about the Arkham game, yeah, the about series? any of the, the series, yeah. Um, oh, I, I could think of one. I, I think it's the lack of people, man. Uh, I, I mean, I know that they they played it off like, all right. Well, you're in Arkham Asylum. There's not going to be people. There's going to be full of crazy people. All right, cool. Arkham City, it's blocked off to make it into a big old prison for just the inmates. Okay, cool. Uh, Origins, what was it? I, I think everybody, everybody blew up. It was Christmas, up. and everybody like I locked, everybody locked oh, yeah. themselves in. Oh, yeah, everybody locked themselves in. And and then Arkham Knight, everybody abandoned ship because the city's in, in peril or whatever. I just... It just felt it just felt super empty, and I don't think especially having, after you finished the game and you would like yeah. travel to traverse the city. Yeah, it just, it just felt like all right. I you know I I get you you want to. Huh. It just it felt super empty, and I just felt like the having like the bad guys or thugs running around wasn't enough to f- make the city f- come completely come to alive. Life. Yeah, yeah. I I love <clears throat> the, the I love this the the settings and i think the only one that can get away with it was really asylum because you were cooped up in a in a small confinement of space but uh like the other places it it was just like i felt like they try to they try to play it off like okay well we can't have people because of this and and it it sucks because there's so many other games that are open world and they they had so much more life to it and even now you know you play i mean uh but then you've played you've played spider-man and you know how how it is when there's people there it just makes you feel like you're not alone and it's not just an empty game that yeah you're batman and yeah you have a lot to do but it's just like you're one guy in in this empty big old box you know what i mean it just didn't have enough life to make you feel like you were actually saving somebody It it made you more so feel like you were saving yourself um, I like and that, and I, I I think that was really the only uh, thing I could that I could think of besides the those horrible Batmobile missions. I'm sorry, man. I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I can't. It's hard to argue with you there. And yeah, I I uh, I remember hearing that it's just because of the technical limitations that they had. You know, like it's so much of the, of their development went into like uh, the gadgets and Batman's the, forearms. Batman's butt cheeks and everything and, and those tights and those underwear. But, um, yeah, so they couldn't afford to include a bunch of people. But I, you're absolutely right. One thing that I do like, and I'm going to sound like a Arkham Knight stand, is that compared to City and um, Origins and Asylum, they're still like thugs. They're still like rioters and stuff, at least. So that kind of... Yeah. Like, at the end of... At the end of once you 100% the game... There's like rioters in the street, so it makes it feel a little less like empty. But you're absolutely right. It would have been cool if there were like pedestrians and people you had to save from muggers and all this stuff. It would have, right. it would have made it seem more real. See, now, but, as far as yeah. see, but for me, like if they would have, and again, I'm sorry about about this, but the 
if they would have taken away from the Batmobile missions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, we can all agree that they would need a whole lot less of that. And and they oh, and they put just goodness. more people or took away from gadgets or whatever and incorporated some form of pedestrian life in there, it would have made a a lot of difference. Definitely. Yeah. Difference. Yeah. yeah. I would have taken pedestrians over Batmobile any day of the week. So. Heck, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Um, <laughs> God, at the end of the day, Gotham has got to be a place worth saving. There's got to be people that are worth saving. You know, you don't really get to see that in the Arkham games. Hopefully, if the Arkham games do continue, we can see a little bit of that because I'm pretty sure every Arkham fan has voiced that concern. As far as my mm-hmm. most frustrating part, like the thing that frustrated me the most, I'm going to go like a, in, a, in a different direction. Not so much that it was a bad thing, but both Bane fights in Arkham Origins were, yo, I died so many times. Like I, I remember talking <laughs> about the Professor Pig one. That was super hard, but yo, even on like easy Oh yeah. <laughs> the Bane fights and Origins. Oh my god, I died so many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. I Those were I hard. don't know how I beat the Bane fights because I didn't know how to beat them. Yo, I was free I was like yeah, improvising it. I, I Yeah. It was Wait, which one was it? Are you talking about the one where you had to run around or the one where you face him head on? I'm talking about both because they, they were both super frustrating. Because even the one where you're fighting on that rooftop is is pretty hard. But definitely the yeah. last one where he's on the Titan and he's getting his biceps are getting bigger by the second and stuff. And yeah. you actually have to save him because he would die or something like that if he if he didn't get you know, like if he didn't get knocked out. I don't know what, what happened, but yeah, and then he would just like rip, like if you were like just chilling by the grates, he would like <laughs> freaking <laughs> use his giant mitts to rip you out and stuff. It was yeah, it was, it was scary. It was definitely scary. It was very frustrating. Also, I listen, like a little girl there. <laughs> oh yeah, no question. Um, another thing that frustrated me, and I just I don't want to see any more of this ever again. The mother flipping Riddler missions, bro. Oh yeah, he needs to die, yo. Yo, he needs to... I was so tired of it by the end of the city. Um, I never... on. Uh, I I did them all. Any any of them? I hundred percented um, city and uh, asylum. I haven't done origins, and I'm trying to finish up in night right now. Night is cool because you at least get to fight them head on, but it was just it was a lot of work for nothing, bro. <clears throat> Um, it and oftentimes really that would be like bro. the only thing it's keeping you me. from. You're. Yo, can you hear me? Yo, Mike. Can guys, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yo. Yep. Can you hear I me? Hear I hear you. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. I hear yo, you. Yo, uh, yo, Mike. If you didn't, if you thought Batmobile missions were useless in in main story. Yeah, so wait till you get to the Riddler mission. No, but that's why I, that's why I never try to try to do them though, because and and, and mine and my brother's logic. Because you see, I, I like to play like like superhero video games. I like to play them and be like, all right, I'm doing this for a cause, you know. Like I like to feel like I'm I'm helping people. Like you know, Spider Man Two for the PS Two. It was like I felt like I was doing something different in that game. Yeah, it's fake people, but I felt like I was making a difference. Uh, the Arkham game, I felt like I was kind of doing a difference, even though it didn't <clears throat> exist. And then, you know, I, I, but just the the Riddler missions in particular, I'm like, all right, 
he he can do his thing on the side. He ain't hurting nobody, yo. He's just a he's just kind of this Mister. Um, what's the dude's name, yo? Mister Savoy. Mister Savoy. That's all he is, yo. He's just trying to live his life, yo. bro, like, bro. <laughs> he's Mister Savoy in Spandex, bro. I'm, tra- I'm yeah, trying died, to rest yo. in peace of the homie. Oh, yo. Wait, I sent you the article, Mister Savoy from high school. Oh, okay, yeah, rest in peace of the homie. History homies, teacher but... that would like uh, twerk for the class and like. Yeah, he he was like he was like that to me. I was like, he's not hurting nobody. He's <laughs> for real, yeah, I'm like trying He'll to fight right, thugs, yeah. and he who, wants who, me to Sudoku who, whoever, my way out of whoever, a trap. <laughs> yeah, annoying, bro. <laughs> exactly. For real, and then it's like you know he has hostages and stuff, and it's like, listen, he's not gonna do anything. He's obviously obsessed with people trying to figure out his, his little <laughs> Jenga effects or whatever. So at the end of the day, to me, he's not gonna kill nobody. Unless you even start his riddle, so I'm just like, you know what? He'll be all right. I'll I'll leave him be, and he lets me be, and he'll just wait in his. That's what it is. Cabin or wherever he's at. You just have so to man. you have to not care. That's why I never about him. Like he, in order to not be annoyed, because I try to. I wanted a hundred percent those games, so I had to do that junk, and it was just uh, super tedious. I liked him in City. He wasn't that bad in City. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't that bad in City. Because um, because he, he used uh, Catwoman too. That's true. So, so yeah, you did. You did get a little, a little break. <clears throat> yeah, you get to like see her butt and stuff as she climbed up on top of ceilings. There go pities. Guilty. So the uh, next question I have for you guys is: What is the most underrated part of the Arkham games? And oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Let's just start with Mike. Um, the most underrated part. Uh, well, I know, I know one part that's that's real underrated. I f- I feel like it's real underrated, and they only used it once, and um, I it it died out really quick. But it sucks that they that it died out so quick. So you guys remember? Um, I think it was in Origins. Yeah, it was in Origins. Remember uh, when they had that co-op mission? Um, it was like a it was like a five versus two or like a four versus two mission where where they randomized who got to be Batman and Robin and everybody oh, else. Yeah, in, in the about. Yeah, yeah, you guys remember that? The, the multiplayer in Origins. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yes, the multiplayer in Origins. So I loved it so much because um, around that same time is when I was finally uh, playing more online multiplayer games. It was around that time, <clears throat> and uh, so I, you know, obviously, I wanted to get back into playing an RPG game. So our Origins comes out, but then they they mentioned or they included the co op thing or the the multiplayer thing online. I'm like, what? How how are you gonna do that? So when you play it, it was so cool because remember, Stretch, you had that one game. Uh, I forget what it's called. It was on the PlayStation. It oh, was Evolution. that one game where one guy plays as a monster Evolution? and everybody else. What is it? Evolution, that was the one where exactly. So it was kind of the same format. One guy plays as the monster, everybody else plays as like the soldier trying to kill the monster. <clears throat> so it was the same thing in, in Origins. <clears throat> Two people play Batman, one person plays Batman, the other the other person plays Robin. And everybody else plays the thugs. And it's up to the thugs to be able to kill Batman and Robin, and it's up to Batman and Robin to be able to take down the thugs uh before the thing or yeah, whoever got it first, I guess. Definitely, it was such a cool idea. And you know what's fu- you know what was funny about it too? I I bet you I, when you play as the thugs, 
you, you ever played the game, right? And you're like, you're right behind a dude and you hit him. Oh, you know, and then the thug finds you and then the thug is trying to kill you. So you go grappling, you know, uh, you go grappling to gargoyle to gargoyle and the thug loses you. And you're like, that, yo, that is so <laughs> fake. But then you play the, 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 the multiplayer game and you're, and you're the thug. Yo, the second you find Batman or Robin, and they grapple away. They're so much yeah. faster than you, and you're like, "What Yo. the heck? Yo, I can't find this nigga." So you, 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 you like find you finally get into the the, the same position as what they were, or what the AI is, where and you're you like, realize what? these people are way, way faster than you, and they obviously have, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you get hit, when you get caught, man, it was like the craziest thing because you didn't expect it. Like you don't expect it, and it's cool because. You as Batman or Robin, you can use the same gadgets, the same tactics that you would use on a regular thug um, mm-hmm. in the in the game and like the game. And that's what I found cool. They didn't change it. The only the only thing, the only gameplay that they added was the the gameplay where you played as a thug and you got to go around and use their you know little grenades or their flashbangs and stuff. But it was so hard playing as a thug and you really had to coordinate with the yeah. other players to be able to catch Batman and Robin. So I thought that feature was pretty, pretty <clears throat> underrated and I wish they would have added or yeah. kept on going with that. Or added That's that awesome because you really game. get to see what it's like to be to have to face Batman, you know, um, as a thug. And that's something mm-hmm. you don't really get to see enough of. I'm going to go with the music because the music in the Arkham games is phenomenal, bro. Yo, it is so good. The the menu yeah. music on for Arkham City makes me want to go work out. Yo. Like I I feel so hype every time I hear that. But now the <laughs> my absolute favorite music motif yeah. in the entire series. Uh it was just like a moment that was so cool. You there? Okay. My favorite was um I hear a lot of echo. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah stretch. Do you have your headphones in? You're okay. loud and clear. Loud and clear. So yeah, so my my favorite musical moment is um, it's the it's a, at the very beginning of night, and you you save a cop from getting like beat up by next to a fountain, and um, you have to like uh, grapple him out of the way because there's like a, a a tank or something like that. And um, the cop says something along the lines of like uh, the um. You know, it's crazy. You can't go out there. You'll, you'll get killed. And but he, Batman starts to walk away, and the cops like, "What are you doing?" And then Batman says, "Evening the odds." And then that's when they introduce the dive because you have to dive <laughs> off of the ledge, but you dive oh, right yeah. off of. Uh, yeah. You dive right into the Batmobile. The music when that plays, bro, it starts to intensify and mm-hmm. intensify and intensify. You guys should look it up on YouTube. It's called "Evening the Odds." I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I play that when I work out, yo, because it is, it is, yo, I, yo, I love that. I bumped that music. I'm about to bump to it again. So finally, we're getting to our last questions, and uh, we'll start with you, Stretch. Which Arkham game 
is your favorite? Um, damn, man. I'm going to have to go with the one I invested the most time in. That's City. It's going to be City. No, City. What about you, Mike? What was what uh, Arkham game adding, adding your favorite? favorite? Say again. Uh, definitely Origins, man. Um, I'm going to go with Origins because I, I just felt like it was as far as story and and even even the Boxing, gameplay too. The electric, me, besides the, uh, <laughs> the electric therapy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I thought that game was pretty perfect to me. And especially looking back at it now, the fact that I don't have it, they don't have it for, for PlayStation right now at the moment, PS4. Um, it yeah, that, wanted even more. And that's I a huge that bummer. You, know, you can't get that so in the, go uh, the remasters. Um, I'm just gonna go with what yeah. I've been saying last night. Um, I love all these games. They're like my children. It's hard picking a favorite. Um, but I feel like Arkham Knight. The gameplay is the closest to actually feeling like Batman. The story isn't as good as City. Um, the tone isn't the same as Asylum. But you have to beat the greatest odds in this game. You finally also get to beat the Joker, you know, which is kind of like the running thread in the entire series. And at the end of it, you become more than just a man. You become mm-hmm. the myth of Batman, you know. So I, lo- I, love, I love the completion of that story. Our next question is, what is your favorite skin in the Arkham series? We'll start with you, Mike. Yeah. In the Arkham series, uh, man, I can any one of the any, games. Any any one of the games? Mm. It is Ooh, really hard. That is super hard, bro. <clears throat> that is really hard. Um, I think night. I think night probably had like yeah, had, skins, yeah, had a it, lot. It, it had pretty much all of it. Pick from. <clears throat> I think, I think, I think the oh man, that's tough, bro. I well. All right, one of my favorites was definitely when they added the yeah the bat flick. That's uh, what I played the whole game. game. Like. I, honestly, I, I think yeah, I think one of the last times I played Arkham Knight, I got I got the skin and I just went ham because you know bat flick was so good in the well at least in the BVS movie that I I loved loved <clears throat> that skin. Um, other than that, oh man, what was, there was another one I used to play with a lot too. Like a lot, a lot. Uh, I just, I just can't remember right now. I'd have to look up skins. Uh, Stretch, you can let them know <laughs> what your skins are while I look it up. Because I know there was another one for me. Stretch, stretch your pants. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. used to, you used to pick a lot the um, Dark Knight Returns in City. <laughs> oh, you know and why though, right? It's because he it, and you, nah, and you know what's funny? No, no, no. You know what's funny? It's because he was such an old guy, right? And <laughs> so me and me and Stretch thought that if you picked that that skin, oh. he had a spe- he had a special uh takedown. Yeah, a special takedown that you could Yeah. You know, remember the guys with the pipes? They would try to hit you with it. There was a, well, there was a special <laughs> takedown you could do if you timed it. Where you grab the pipe out of their hands and you bent it in front of their faces, <laughs> but he bent it so slow, and then he just flings it. He just flings it like, all right, that was it. It's like making a balloon animal. So, 
we, and I, I thought, for, yeah, and then for some reason, me and Stretch thought that the that that was only specifically to that skin. So I would always pick that skin because I'm like, I'm about to do the move, bro. I'm, I'm waiting for a guy with a. Because he used to do it mad slow. Like he looked like he was struggling. So we're, that's why we thought it was because uh, he was yeah. old. <laughs> that's mad funny. Yeah, oh, man, that's good stuff. Uh, um. My my favorite skin is hands down Batman Beyond from City. That was techno I, sexy, bro. I played oh, yeah. the whole game with that skin. Yeah, it was it was beautiful because it, it was so cool because it, it felt like organic, you know, like it felt like what a futuristic Batman suit would look like. But also scary, yo. And actually, believe it or not, that actually added to the to City. Yeah, like it, does. it actually made the game feel different and actually better. No, nah, that should make you feel like Bruce Wayne, butt. but like his older. In the years. first in the first episode when he needs to use a gun and stuff, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. it was just like that. Mm-hmm. I hear you, bro. That, that's yes. a beautiful. That's yeah. you know, I I haven't played in that skin much, but I definitely think it's one. Of, it's like one of the coolest skins in the entire series. Um, for me, I'm a sucker for mm-hmm. like classic Batman. So I really like the 1970s Batman skin where he's like blue. Um, oh, yeah. I used to I used to think that it wouldn't look good oh, because yeah. it looks so kind of cartoony and stuff. Like it wouldn't look good in 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 night, you know, when you're. But actually, when you're out fighting and you're out just traversing the city, it's like a dark blue. But I really just love the I just love the little classic Batman look. Yeah. But obviously, I play a lot with the the Affleck suit, like I mentioned before. Another underrated one for me. Is uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> is Batman Inc. Because it's it's kind of got like the new with the old, like you get the classic yellow symbol. But one of the funniest parts, and guys, you should look it up right now. Mm-hmm. He's got a giant cod piece covering his jock. It's like a metal piece. <laughs> Wait, so Arkham Knight. Look up it's Arkham a, it's Knight. Which one, Arkham Knight? Batman Inc. Skin, and he's got a giant metal dish covering his PP. <laughs> Yo, I gotta see this. It's not Whoa. so easy, but it took you mad. It took me mad long to actually re- like realize that. I think it was in like a cutscene. I was like, "What?" <laughs> For real, he's, he's got a chastity belt, dude. <laughs> well, after uh, what was that comic where they he's showed like, his dong? Oh, Batman damned. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was trying not to. Yeah, yeah, it was trying. To what was it with the comic? <laughs> Batman damned. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we all said. Well, right damn. Now. We saw the bat penis. <laughs> he said, This is my noble, this is my noble penis. <laughs> my one shot. saw the bat snake. So, what damn. do you guys want to see in the next Batman game? I'm sorry, with you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, people. Next, uh, for one, <laughs> nah, uh, nah. I, I would love to see people. Uh, I would like to see them bring back the the multiplayer because I thought it was a good a good uh, addition to the game, and it, and it gave you something else to play mm-hmm. instead of just doing the the challenge missions. That even though you were playing against people online, as far as like your record, you weren't really playing with people online. Um, and also, I would love to see that a cameo awesome. from one of the league members, even if it's even even if it's somebody like 
minute, <laughs> like not even that important. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so you have a chastity belt too. I see. <laughs> nah, but somebody, you know, just just to make it make just expand the the universe, the Arkham universe, so that way it can kind of branch off and give us more hope that we're gonna have an actual game that involves Superman or that would be tight. You know, somebody I'll big later on. Yeah. I on you. Stretchy. Yeah. Oh, it was his name three times in a mirror. It'll finally come out. <laughs> With Battle, Battle Wang. Um, what I want to see come back it was the, is the copies, yo. Know? Uh. Definitely. <laughs> Yo, we need more copies in modern <laughs> superhero media. Um, I, I'm, I'm with Mike, yo. I want to see a league no member. Bangkok. Actually, not even. I want to see Superman. Like, I want, I want a world's finest, uh, like section of the game. That if, would be incredible. If not second half of the game, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. That would be ridiculously tight. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, because like uh, I think Knight, they cool. talk about other league members. Like they mention Superman and the Flash and Wonder Woman. But it would be really cool to be able to yeah. a see them and to be able to play them would be even better. Now, um, as far as what I would like to see in the next game, this is more yeah. like my option is more like story related. And um, today I was uh, reading about uh, Daredevil: Born Again, and and uh, Mike, that's a. Uh, uh, I told you about that comic, whatever, where it's pretty much the, the basis for Daredevil season three. on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he kind of gets everything stripped away from him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he winds, he winds up being homeless for a little while. And it's cool to see him like literally rise from the ashes back to being a hero. And you don't really get to see that in any of the Arkham games. So I was thinking, what about the nightfall comic? And that's when, you know, Bane breaks Batman over his back. And then, Dick Grayson takes over as Batman for a little while and, and Bruce has to build up his body again. I think it would be super cool to have an Arkham game where you kind of are without your gadgets for a little while. You have to, you know, you're maybe, you know, you get take kind of like what happens in Rises, but less corny. You know, like you have to, you're somewhere far away from Gotham and you have to find your way back. That would be tight. Now, we have answered like 16 questions so far on the Arkham series. And I'm pretty sure that if given the chance, the three of us, we can like talk all night, but we have reached the conclusion of our first episode. And I want to thank you guys for your contributions. We're going to close with a question. And that is who is your ideal Batman actor who has not already played him on screen and stretch being the Batman fan that you are. We'll let you start. <clears throat> Stretchy poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah. What? Who has not played? Yeah, who has not played him? Um. Um. You know what? I actually want to see Army Hammer take a whack at it. They've been talking about it for a long time. 
I want to see what he would have done with the character. And he kind of fits the, the profile to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Army Hammer, yeah. yeah. Army Hammer? I, I, with the white t-shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a picture of him. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. He would just right have now. to darken his hair. I can yo, see. I'm tired I can of blonde Batman. <laughs> blonde. He's also a deodorant. He's a foot powder. <laughs> <laughs> I like. How about you, Mike? What would your oh, choice be? Mm, I don't know. I never really thought about it. To be honest. Um, I guess any typical <laughs> white guy that's at least six so foot two. Because <laughs> I don't know, it just uh, I just never really thought about it. I just I don't know. Um, the guy you're saying looks like he's pretty solid. That Army Hammer guy. I just don't want it to be. I just don't want him to pick somebody out out of uh, right. out of fan service. You know what I mean? Like like they. Like, a lot of people are saying, okay, like, Michael B. Jordan, for example. And I love Michael B. Jordan. I just I just feel like he's he's just not a Batman type. Um, you know, he's it just wouldn't work out. But just like, for example, Chris Evans. Like, Chris nah. Evans wouldn't work out either. And I mean, not just because he was in Marvel, but, you know, because he, he has the build and everything. But he's just not a Bruce Wayne type. He just doesn't seem yeah. that way. He just doesn't. His profile doesn't fit that way. Um I mean, then again, look who they got. Look who they got. Which I'm actually excited down. for him, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. But I don't know. That, that, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. I, as long as he bulks up, I'll be all right. As long as he drops the roll, yo, I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> oh man, nah. I've, I've seen mad movies with Robert Pattinson since his, uh, his Twilight days, and I actually never watched Twilight, so I don't have that baggage. Twilight days, but uh. Yeah, nah. I, I've I, seen I'll, them, bro. I'll say my pretty bad. Pain. They're pretty bad. He he makes love feel like you're throwing up and gagging in your mouth at the same time, <laughs> while you're sparkling in the, in oh, the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what he sounds like. Oh, man, well, I guess that works for Batman because he's bleeding and whatnot. You know why else? You know why else? I don't. I don't want. Robert Pattinson to to be the Batman. It he kind of reminds me of um uh, in terms of look uh beware the Batman. Did you ever see that? Nah, I never did. Good, you're wasting your time. <laughs> but it it came out around the time when um when Green Lantern came out, which was awesome. Um, um, um CW. Did you ever see that? I never did. I see it on my DC app all the time. Oh. I want to watch it, but wait, yeah, the CW? Was... the Batman came out on the CW? No, didn't it? Didn't it come out? Was on it Cartoon, Cartoon Network? Network? Wasn't it on there? <clears throat> yeah, it was Cartoon Network because I remember they had yes, yes, it in the yes, Green yes. Lantern too. What it was is it was a they had a they had a DC hour or whatever where they would play yeah, DC, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. animated short or animated series. Like for the morning, and then they took it off. <laughs> you know, he, wants to suck on a, <laughs> he wants to suck on a cod piece. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we got aliases. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't care about the the, the people watching. 
<laughs> You're gonna have to muffle our voices, bro. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, Pain. I can see that. I can see that stretch. <laughs> but he's a really good actor, um, and he really blends into any he role is. now he nowadays, at least after the whole Twilight fiasco. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him as Bruce Wayne. But the question is, somebody who's not played him before, and even though he hasn't played him, he's been picked. So my choice, and I just sent you a picture of him to the chat, is Tom Bateman. He, yo, like, you picture Bruce Wayne, you picture somebody with dark hair, who's handsome, looks like Fino, but also looks like, yeah. you know, he is shady as hell. And uh, I feel like this dude fits the, fits the picture. Tom Bateman. Yo, for a second, I thought that was uh, Nick from... Uh... Nero? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this guy look like him now that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> far away. Damn, well, huh. I forget I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, I can see it though. I can see it. Yeah. I picked with, that picture because well, yeah, he's right next it. to I came back it. in sale. Oh, no. And I appreciate. I wanted. It. I wanted to make sure that uh, Stretch went to sleep with uh, good dreams tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not helping at all. Actually. Damn, he was just like a handsome Nick, bro. What the heck? All right. Yeah. Yeah. It it's the nose. The nose kind of does it. Hey, but you won't be able to see it. He gonna have a mask on. You know, like, well, we've come to the end of our first episode of what was the name of the podcast again? Please insert disc. Penis. What? Penis. No. Oh. Damn, we did like two hours of this. Yeah, it's probably gonna be like an hour. Well, you I probably have it, to. But... Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, we did it. Edited it out. Yeah. This is. Let's all, all sign right. off. This is first episode. Done. Evan will probably be named something different in the second episode. Signing off. And this is Mecca Mike. Deuces to the next time. And stretch. Okay. Hey, I'm stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to talk to you about erectile dysfunction. And this is a public service announcement. <laughs> Please talk to your doctor. <laughs> He's probably ta- he, he's probably talking right now. We can't we can't hear him. He can't defend himself. He's trying to yes, again. Oh yeah, yeah. He sent a picture of Nick from New Girl to the chat. There's our Batman. Yo, dude, you sound like you're gonna you sound like you're gonna choke, bro. With the chat, with the chat, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, if Nick is uh if belt. Nick is Batman he needs to have a cod piece. He, he needs Winston as Robin, yo. <laughs> but I get to reap the benefits. Smith <laughs> could be uh Riddler. Oh man. What'd you say? Smith could be Riddler. Who? Uh, Oh, yeah, he can. <laughs> I can see that. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. Couch. <laughs> Couch. All right. Notes out. Well, I'm signing <laughs> off, guys. No digging. All right, guys. Uh, this is your boy Evan. Toodle, toodaloo. 
people. Peace out, everybody. Love you guys. Love you too. All my heart. Peace. Hey.